podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi guys, it's Davo from the Non-League Treatment Room Podcast. Uh, we just want to give you a quick message about one of our sponsors, Kitstop. Kitstop offer a wide range of kit for all types of sport, which can be printed and embroidered in-house. Top quality and deal with most of the leading brands. Check out their website, kitstop.co.uk, or check out the link below. Cheers, guys. Hello everyone, welcome back to the non Treatment Room with me, Cookie, and we are back for another banging episode. It's episode six, and as always, I'm joined by Davo, who's alongside me. How are you? You okay? Very well, thank you, Cookie. How are you, my man? I'm okay, yeah, all good. Looking forward to this one as uh, you haven't stopped talking about this one all week. No, I haven't. I'm dreading it, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I'm dread- yeah, I'm dreading it. You've mentioned him in a few episodes. Oh, yeah. I think the good you one. Yeah. And... Uh, but we we get to hear some more today, don't we? I think that you're going to hear a lot more than you want to hear, to oh. be honest, especially probably about me. So Yeah, <laughs> we'll find out some truths maybe. Um, as always, guys, please make sure you're sharing it and just supporting the podcast as much as possible. We really appreciate everything you're doing. Um, we're growing, we're doing well, and we are picking up listeners and followers as we go along, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, so make sure you, you're following all the socials because that really helps and we don't want you to miss anything and you're following the platform that you're listening on, because again, that helps massively as well. Done and our first giveaway as well, ain't we, Cookie? We have. We have done our first giveaway, which they should be announced by now. Yeah. So congratulations to them. Oh. And there'll be more to come, more giveaways to come. So um, keep a lookout, because that's where you'll find them on the socials. So that's a, it's a start to something brighter and new it is mate say. and we'll keep them up as well we will but let's get him in let's do it because i'm looking forward to this one yes i'm looking forward so as always in the treatment room today we have someone who's played at the highest level of non-league football the national league his achievements in the game are something special from fa trophy winner to england sea caps hat trick in the fa cup against gillingham and multiple playoff and league wins in the national league north Please welcome Jimmy Armisen. How are you, Jimbo? All right, boys. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, thank you for coming. <clears throat> yeah, no, no worries, no worries. Yeah. Davo's asked me a few times. Yeah, he keeps ignoring though. He keeps ignoring my messages <laughs> all the time. Not surprised. But... <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> no, it's great to have you on. Um, again, a, a big name in non-league. You've, you've played at the highest level, and, and multiple clubs in terms of Nuneaton, Solihull, Brackley, big clubs. Would you say? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, Nuneaton was a, a good starting point and I love my time there. Yeah. Um, you know, and then Solihull, um, massive club now within within non-league. Um, and Brackley, you know, a growing club that since when I first signed there to where we are now has come on leaps and bounds. Um, and it's been great to be part of the journey, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're going to kick the podcast off a little bit different this time. And we're going to ask you, what does football mean to you? And what does football and non-league football mean to you? If someone say, Jimmy, what's it mean to you? Yeah, money. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> 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 no, oh no. Um, for me, it's 
it's been a social thing more than anything. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Um, it's a. It's it's always been a social thing. It's always been a social thing for me. You know, I think if you look at my career and where I've gone, um, I've always kind of surrounded myself with people that I like, people that I enjoy being around. Um, because you know we have to sacrifice a lot as a non-league footballer. I don't think people realise that when you play part time. Um, the sacrifices that you have to have is every Tuesday night, every Thursday night, um, Saturday, sometimes, you know, you're playing away in Newcastle and it's a lot of time away from home. Um, you need to enjoy it. It's something that you need to enjoy. And for me, it's, it's a social thing. Yes, you know, we're lucky as part-time footballers that we get paid to do a hobby. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing better than getting three points with your mates. Do you still yeah. see it as that, Jim, as a ho- hobby? Yeah, definitely. I yeah. mean, there are times um, it can get a little bit frustration, frustrating or a little bit tiring. You know, it's January, February mm. when it's freezing cold and it's windy, it's raining and you've got to go out and train and you've had a long day at work because mm. Lee Davis works for you and he's frustrated. <laughs> um, but no, um, it's, it is definitely a hobby. If it wasn't, if I didn't love it, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't yeah. do it anymore. Mm. Yeah. Okay, let's let's get kicked off then with the first one, mate. So, how, how many weeks are you into pre-season, Jim? Uh, I've been away for most of pre-season. Oh, you're so fighter! That's a great yeah. way to start. Twenty sixth, twenty sixth of June, I went back. Yeah, um, but I was in Ibiza. Okay, um, and then I came back for a session, and then I've been at Silverstone uh, for the whole weekend. Uh, took my dad for his seventieth. Um, Shout out, big call. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I've literally I've had one session. And I played 45 minutes last night against Redditch. And to say I was rusty, you could tell I'd been in Silverstone for four yeah. days. Were you shit in it, Jim, that first session back? Is it is it a nerve-wracking <laughs> time for you? I think that, do you hate pre-season or...? The thing is, I'm the fat one at Brackley. So <laughs> we get like, we, we, they do like skin folds and the testing and the lads will come in when it's my go like, Jimmy's getting skin tested, Jimmy's having his skin folds done, let's all watch it. So I'm the fat one. Um, I've always... I've always got away with the fact that I'm quite fit yeah. like, aerobically. So I can get around the pitch. And when we do testing, you know, Kev Wilkin and Nooney, they always had um, the yo-yo test. Right. Which for me is something that I find quite easy. Well, what's that, mate? Um, so the, it's like the bleep test. So you go you go forward, back, um, and then you rest for 10 seconds, and then you go forward, back. So you, you just have to get in on the second bleep. Right. Um, and it goes up in the levels like you do. Um, and you know, I think I've won it like two out of the last nice. well, two out of the last three years. Well, I remember in lockdown, mate, you were doing like eighteen minute five Ks, weren't you? Yeah. Like you say you don't struggle. And yeah. I, I don't get where it's coming from. I don't think you've ever been overweight, mate. <laughs> oh, cheers, mate. I, I say to the lads, fat's a great source of energy. I'll tell you one thing, though, I beat him in a race once. You beat me by a belly. Like that's, <laughs> that's, 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 we had some stories all night. Yeah. Mate, I'm not even sure he did win either. Oh, mate, all the kids are there. I've got, I've got witnesses. I've got witnesses. <laughs> but going back to younger, where did it all start for you then? Football. Um, so I started playing. I didn't start playing until I was eight, um, and I only I went because my mates were playing, so I wanted to go and have a go, um, and I loved it. I loved it. And I think I signed for Cov when I was eight as well. Um, so it didn't take me long to get picked up and go into an academy. And that was pretty much what I, my junior football was from eight until 16. I mean, I, I had a year out where Cov released me at 15. Um, but then they got me back for the under 16s. Um, 
And that's all I knew, like Monday yeah. nights, Wednesday nights, Friday nights. Um, you know, my parents, unbelievable really. And if you mm. think that they're taking me over to, it was at Canley University of Warwick. So they're taking me there three times a week. And then on a Saturday, we might have like, play Tottenham away. We did all sorts. Um, and yeah, that was, that was, you know, that was all pretty much all I knew from football. Cause I can remember coming out and going to training and, you know, people were messing around and me being a bit like, what, what's this like? Why, mm. why are people smiling so much? To be honest with you, I didn't enjoy it that much. I was quite shy when I was at Cov. Um, you know, maybe a little bit of like imposter syndrome for if, if I look back at it, where I was a bit like, should oh, I be yeah, here? Yeah. Should I not? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we we had Daniel Sturridge um, played played, and he was just a different level. Yeah, a different level. You play academy football, and they're all like, oh, play out from the back with you know. Mm. play through the thirds and all that type of thing we'd go 1-0 down and we would go studs just shoot <laughs> so we'd just from the halfway line from kickoff, he'd get the ball out of his feet shoot it'd be 1-1 one, one. and you know the coaches are like rubbing their heads yeah. but he was that good that mm. good mm. so did you you left at 16 you left country at 16 so what happened was they, rele- they released me so, did, <coughs> so you didn't get a scholarship no no nothing no. like that they released me when I was going into under 15s okay. I did a season at Stocking Ford AA yeah um with, you know, I look at that team that we had then, it was like me, Ben Ashby, yeah. Gaz Dean, yeah. Mitchell Piggin, mm. um, Courtney Balford was in goal. They've been um, everywhere. Why did, yeah. they, why did they release you, Jim? What did they say? They said it was too small. Rachel, I know, yeah. Oh, so that's what it was. It, it was just a load of bollocks. So I think, I think, I think yeah, I think so. I mean, I was, um, I used to start, I used to play in the A team. Uh, me and Sturridge played in the year above. Yeah. Um, uh, at times, I can remember Southampton, we, we both played in the year above. I got Osgood Slatters uh, around for under 13s, and I missed, pretty, I missed pretty much all of under 13s. Came back from the 14s and then got released at the end of under 14s. Played Stocking Ford AA for a year. Um, and then at under 16s, they took me back on trial in pre season. That's strange. I think they were short of a right midfielder. I ain't even joking, because I was on trial for about six months. And I think what <laughs> happens is, I think what happens is, if you get signed as an under 16, they have to give you a scholarship for right, the year yeah, after. I think yeah. that's what it is. Like you can't sign a player in year 11. Yeah. Um, you know, I listened to Peps the other day when he was talking about it. Like if you're a scholar, it replaces, it yeah. replaces college. college yeah. yeah. So, you know, I was going to do my A-levels and that type of thing. And I'd, I lost my head with it because I was scoring goals. I was getting assists. I was, I was doing quite well. And it was like, we're going to extend it for another six weeks. And in the end, I just gave up. Didn't, didn't part of you just want to tell them to fuck off there when they released you and then initially asked you to come back? What 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 were you thinking? Were you like, well, why are you asking me to come back now? I was quite flattered, to be honest. It was, went to a tournament and a scout just came up to me. Chris Brown, his name was, and he, he went, um, is there anyone out at this tournament better than you? Because I haven't seen it. Mm. And I went, no, nah, I don't think so. And he went, brilliant, do you want to come back? And I was like, yeah, right. So but not only that, it. not only that, I can remember my last... Um, my last bit, as I got released, they were like, look, we had a, a trip to Italy and it was Venice and in our group was AC Milan, Bayern Munich um, and some other team and I can't remember who it was. And they were like, um, do you want to, you can still come if you want to come. And I was like, yeah, I'll come. And then I really came out my shell in that thing, you know, mm. I, I, because I was, I was shy. Mm. I was, I can remember saying to them all before I was, I was saying like, oh, I'm popular at school and they all just started laughing. Like, you don't speak. Like, really? How can you be popular? Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't. I was shy. I used to sit in the corner. Um, I, I bet it's hard for you to imagine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, man. Um, yeah, I was. I it was. Is. And when I say that I didn't enjoy it, 
that's probably why. Like part of the reason why is that I was so such a shy. Do you think person. that that was self-inflicted though, or do you think that's because the, the the group that you were with? Uh, it might be. You know, it's a daunting thing. You know, you're going in. There's lads from Birmingham. There's lads from Coventry. That you know, when I first went to Cobb, Ben Ashby was there, but then he got released. Mm. Um, I just it weren't my mates. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. was like they were, they weren't my mates, and yeah. I just never felt quite comfortable there. Um, yeah, and so going back to the question, I felt I had a point to prove. Yeah, of course. Because when you get released, it'll go one way or another for you, for a kid. It's like they'll either just give up and sack it off, or they'll be determined to prove them wrong. You know, here I am, mm. eighteen years later, I haven't proved them wrong. <laughs> I don't know, with your achievements, you yeah, could, right. you've probably done more than some others. So, so moving on then, Jim, Ninetonborough, how, how did that come about? So I pretty much went from there to the borough um, that I played, I think when I was 16. So yeah, I got released at 16. I ended up playing for the reserves. I played I played in midfield with, um, what's his name, Fitzy. Yeah. Um, so I, I played with the reserves, Ke Wilkin played. And they just put me into the youth team. So I was like 16, yeah. playing for under-18s football. So I did a year there um, when I was too young, when I was in year 11. Then I did another year there when I was like 17. Oh, 17, 16, 17, I can't remember. Um, and then um, Jace Farnham and Sam Turpy took over. Mm. Um, and that was when, I was then after that year, um, Kev Wilkin offered five of us contracts for the first team. Um and I think we, were, I think we were, were 17 when I first started playing in that first season. Mm. Uh, but I was on the bench. I was on the bench a lot um, when it was it was Nuneaton Borough at the time. So we, yeah. I was still in the youth Good team. But Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was the first year at Liberty Way. Oh, okay. Um, and I was, I was on the bench a bit, um, and I was like, I never really, and I, I was never ever going to play. Mm. But. You know, Kev Wilkin would just bring me along just to warm Mako up, I think. Or, um, I suppose it's just you that experience as well, isn't it? It's, oh, you know, if I talk about like characters in that dressing room that brought me out of my shadow, Gav Cowan, like, my manager at Bracky now, mm. I used to sit in the corner and as a young lad, you just go in the changing room and you yeah. you just think, I just want to get through this. Please, yeah. everyone just leave me alone. <laughs> he used to point his phone at me and he used to press it like a button and go, I'd have switch him on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, please just leave me alone, yeah, you good kid. It's own time, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and it it does it does help. It does help being in that environment. Um, and we were lucky. We were lucky, you know, me, Gaz, Alex Dean, Eddie Nizovich, yeah. um, and a lad called Levi Ramsey. Five of us all got given first team contracts the year after. And that's purely because Nanita went into liquidation. Make no bones about it. I don't know if that, that door would have opened for us as it did if it didn't go to Nuneaton Town. Okay. And then, you know, he, he signed all five of us and it was five local lads. And then he, you know, we brought in lads like Guy Hadland um, and he made it a real local team, Kev Wilkin did, um, that I think a lot of people could relate to. And over that period, um, oh, what a changing room. Mm. Like, it Massively for um, my development personally within within a changing room. Um you know that some some of the characters in there, and I can probably touch on some of the stories in a, in well, we're a little gonna, while. We, we we're going to say like the questions that one of the questions I've got on there is um, uh, where is it? Talk about the players that you played with at Nuneaton during your time because you were there for like six seasons or so. More about, than that, I think, about, more I think about eight years. Yeah, yeah. you were there for a long time. So yeah, talk about some of the 
the dressing room characters because like you said there must have been some characters in there. oh yeah so that first season um you know if i look back to it as i say gav cowan was a massive character um brian quayley was a massive character um you know real funny people that um just could just control a changing room. You know, you talk about controlling a changing room. It's the big personalities that do mm. it. Um, and, you know, when I moved to, when it went to Nuneaton Town and some of those characters that were coming through, like Guy Hadland, such a massive character. Yeah, yeah. He used to call me a, a spotty little fucker. I didn't even have any spots. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because uh, I can remember, this is sort of that guy. So Cyrus Christie came on loan to us, right? We had Harrogate away. He hadn't met any of the lads. I think it was the Friday night it was done. He'd come on loan from Cov. And uh, Cyrus, Cyrus Christie's there. And he walks on the coach and he goes, get your dick out. <laughs> it's the first thing he said to him. <laughs> and Cyrus, Cyrus is literally just like, put his hood up and just like shrunk down in his seat but that is the type of character but he was literally he was just like he just, just straight away just trying to get him involved don't don't mean that to, I don't want you know guy to sound like he's coming across as like a bully or anything like that because it wasn't that no. like it wasn't that it was more like this is a new player how can we get him involved yeah and it's like in a, a little bit of like a sink or swim thing mm-hmm. because you know I'm sure people will say that I'm that sort of character within football as well now yeah absolutely um, that, that's that's you know, the type of thing I was doing, you know, there's some great, this, you know. I just want to go back onto one thing that you said, and it's one thing that I never even realised. And you hit the nail on the head when you said Kev kept the team really local. How much talent came through in the Neaton then? Yeah. There was so much, weren't there? Yeah. And when, it, when you know, you look at it, you've got Cole Storer. Yeah. Um, you know, Mark Noon was quite, quite local as well. Yeah. Um, you know, Rob Oddie. Yeah. Um, but Justin Marsden was only at rugby. Mm. Um and we had so much talent that was coming through, and we got back to back promotions. Mm. And it was all, and it was all from just like local lads that we loved being. We had so many team nights out back then. <laughs> so, Lee, Lee Moore so, there as well. Lee you? Moore was there, yeah, yeah, yeah like Lee, Lee Moore. And you know, I went to the playoff final to watch uh, Nuneaton, and um, you know, Jimmy was nice enough to sort us out with um, VIP passes and stuff. And then I yeah. walked through. And you know, and in the room was like Justin Marsden and Lee Moore. Spent most the of the game. Boys. Spent most of the game talking to them. So I haven't seen them for a year. I haven't yeah. seen them since Cole Storer's wedding. Yeah, mm. and it ain't awkward. Like you, you know, like you might come across someone you haven't seen for a while. It might be a little. It ain't awkward, and straight away we're reminiscing. And yeah. you know, that they're saying things like that changing room was something special. Mm. Um, and I was lucky enough that through and Eaton, that happened throughout. You know, as that team kind of like evolved. You know, I managed to stay there and then people like Justin Marsden leaves, Chris Dillon leaves, Carl Storer leaves, Lee Moore leaves. But then characters that come in to replace them mm. are like Andy Brown. Yeah. Like Andy Brown, one of the like one of the funniest lads that I've met in football. Yeah. Deputy head teacher, I can't tell many stories about him. But <laughs> um you know, <clears throat> he was he's one of the funniest people that I've met. And then, you know, as Guy Haddon leaves, a massive character who comes in to replace him, Gav Cowan comes back. Yeah. And then I look at that team for the first two years when we were in the National League, you know, we just about scraped staying up. Yeah. Right? I think I can remember we were um, bottom of the league in January, bottom of the league, and we were six points behind Barrow and we were playing Barrow and we were one nil down with um, two minutes to go and we scored two goals and beat them 2-1. Mm. And from that, we went on some ridiculous run I think we I think we lost two games and it was to Newport and Mansfield that were first and second in the league. Mm. One of some ridiculous run. And I think we were safe with about two or three games to spare. We started the season after that 
and we couldn't lose. Yeah. Like we, we just we just couldn't lose. Um, which which season would you say it was, Jim, when you were featuring the most? Where you were like cemented yourself into the team and you were playing every week. Key player. There was a there was a f- there was a few. So I'd say my second second full season of Nuneaton Town because they did, they got promoted first the first yeah, time. First season there, and I was in and out like the gaffer. Yeah. He was very much a four four two manager, um, and he would play me like left midfield. Um, sometimes I played Robert. I, th- I came on left back in the player final. Right. Like if you think uh, I've been known as a 10 for pretty much most of my yeah. career. Yeah. But for Nuneaton, it's a good stuff for it. I played in every position for Nuneaton. I played in goal, right back, centre back, left back, and in all the different variations as well. Like right wing back, left wing back, Jesus. holding midfielder, attacking when, when midfielder. When did you ever play in goal? I played in goal twice. Harrogate away, um, didn't save the pen. Um, oh, just because of injuries or just... Uh, so one's because the keeper got sent off. Right. Um, what, and you just put your hand up and said, I'll do Yeah, it. I'll go in goal. I'm decent as well. I'm decent. Um, and then uh, the second time was against Grimsby in the FA Trophy. Um, and that was because uh, Dibs <laughs> died for the ball and whacked his head off the post. Donut. Knocked himself out. Did knock himself out, but it was at the time when it was like head injuries. They were taking no risks. So the physio yeah. brought him off. I was in, I wanted to go golf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something different. Yeah. So yeah, for Nanita, during that time, I played in, I played in every position. But that second season... Um, I think I scored 20 goals mm. from midfield and it was like I was you know I think I got like, fan, fans player of the year just missed out on players player. I think loads what of league was that Jim? that was the Southern Prem okay so that's the league they're in now yeah yeah so um, already like that year <clears throat> so much just clicked like everything that I touched was going in um, and I, I just you know I was brought as 18, 19 years old or whatever I was mm. and I just, everything, it was just like a real good period for me, really. I um, think that's a really young age to cement a first team place in non-league football, especially in that level. Yeah, massively. 18, yeah, yeah. 19 years old. And it, But during that time, like that season, there was me, Gazdean and Adam Walker that were all there. Right. Um, it was it was tough because we had like Cole Stora was playing, mm-hmm. um, Nooney, and yeah. like, like Nooney put one of the most like... Yeah, good shit like, the same. Oh, what a player. Mm-hmm. Like he was such a good player. He had, he had a, like this ability to, of tackling someone and winning a free kick at the same time. He used to do it all the time. Like one of their lads would have the ball, Nuno would take the ball off him and win a free kick. When you're under the cosh, that's such a mass yeah. that's such a massive thing to relieve pressure. Mm. And he used to do it all the time. Mm. All the time. And yeah. he's a bit of an unsung hero, in my opinion. Um, you know, and it was such a shame what happened to him. Uh, because I, I came out the team then. So it was strange because we got promoted and I had a little bit of like a niggling knee injury. Um, so I missed pretty much all the pre-season. And I think everyone just assumed, me included, if I look back at it, it was a humbling experience for me that in your career, you just expect everything to just like, got to be on an upward, upward curve for your entire career. Don't happen like that. And I had to learn that lesson at 19, 20 years old. Because what I found out was that we went to play guys here away and the step up from the Southern Prem to the Conference North was massive. Yeah. There was like, yeah. I was playing against, I can even remember his name now, um, Gavin Roffery I was playing against and he played in the league, he dropped down and I was 20 years old, some cocky lad thinking that I was just going to go and score another 20 goals. Yeah. Um, and every time I got the ball, he took it off me. I think I got dragged after an hour um, and I really found that over the next two years that my game time was limited. And I was I was in, I was out. I weren't like featuring as much as I, I wanted to. I weren't scoring many goals. Um, yeah, and it was it was quite 
those two years didn't really play as much as what I would have liked to. Mm. To the point where we played in the second season. So we lost in the playoff final Who was um, that, that first you? season. We lost in the semis to Telford. Okay. Um, and then the second season, I was kind of in and out again. Um, and we got to the playoff semi-final. I just broke myself, like broke back into the team, kind of. There's a little bit of a, a little bit of a winger. He was, he was playing four four two. He wanted yeah. me to, um, he wanted me to play out wide. I'm quite good at dribbling, so yeah. I think it made sense for him. Nooney and Gary Mills were playing in midfield. Adam Walker was another midfielder as well, so yeah. it was difficult to play in that. To put, I had a conversation with him, and I said, um, "This with Kev Wilkin." Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. I, you're not playing me in my best position. Mm. And he went, Jim, what, what do you, would you say your best position? I said, I'm a centre midfielder. I'm, I'm a centre midfielder. And it was like, it was, I'll never forget it. Um, it was at Colwyn Bay away and we went 6-0 up. We went 6-0 up. So after about an hour, he's gone, Jim, get ready. Brought Nooney off, put me on centre midfield, gave a pen away. <laughs> gave a pen away, they scored it. We won 6-1. Get back in the changing room. The lads were buzzing because we won 6-1. Yeah. But they're going, fucking Jimmy Armson. <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Adler's like, Guy Adler's like laying into me and all that. And then like, it's all calmed down. It's all calmed down. They all stopped saying how shit was. And then Giddy, the assistant manager was like, lads, like, unbelievable. Like, well done. Mm. Brilliant. But it would have been perfect if it went for fucking Jimmy Armson. <laughs> <laughs> and I can remember sitting there thinking, my, my career at Nuneaton's done here. Really? Like, yeah, I can, remember, I can remember sitting there thinking, I'm done. I've pulled the gaffer, said I ain't happy about that. I've been playing out wide. He's put me on the centre midfield and I was terrible mm. and I've given a pen away. Mm. I can remember thinking it was going to be done. And then he played, I managed to, a couple of games later, he was, I was back playing wide. I thought I'm going to keep my mouth shut now. Like, I've learned my lesson about yeah, that. Yeah. I do, he says, I'll play out wide. Um, I was playing right midfield and he started me in the first leg against Geisley in the playoff semi-final. Um, it was a different format to how it is now in the North. So I played in the first leg and we were 1-0 up. And then I've got the ball in the right. I've put, I remember putting a cross in. They've cleared the cross. They broke down the right and they've scored and they've equalised. It was, probably would have been about that 8th, 7th, 88th minute. So whether he was pissed off, I didn't keep the ball in the corner, I don't know. Um, he never actually said anything. Second leg, he pulls me and he leaves me out. And he was like, Lord, I just want to play Lee more um, instead of you. Look, I want you to stay next year, no matter what happens. And I can have a go in. Well, we'll see. And he went, what, what do you mean we'll see? I was like, look, you've, you've just left me out for the biggest game of the season. It's mm -hmm. a semi-final, second leg, and you've, you've left me out. Well, we'll see. Like, I, we'll talk about it in the summer, but as it stands right now, I don't think I want to play. I don't want to be here. Mm. And he was like, okay. He brought me on in that game. I played quite well, actually. Um, <laughs> that was, <coughs> it was a, a funny story as well. It's, we went to extra time and uh, Andy Brown scored an overhead kick. Unbelievable goal. Mm. Um, he scored this overhead, like come into him. He just chested it up, overhead kick. 120th minute to <laughs> send us through to the final. And as he runs off, he ran past Ian Neal going, extra week's wages. <laughs> <laughs> he just scored in the 120th minute. Um, did, 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 did you get extra weeks? Yeah, we did, yeah. Well, uh, that is paid off. <laughs> what you say, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. But um, 
I didn't, I didn't start in the final. Um, Who was that against you? That was against Gainsborough. Okay. And it was Gainsborough away. You have never seen a more one-sided game in your life. Brownie scored in the sixth minute, I think it was, header. And from then on, it was all Gainsborough. That's, that's all it was. They battered us for Part the whole game. Yeah. yeah. I came on with about 15 minutes to go. And my instructions were to take the ball to the corner. And I played so well. Every time I got the ball, I went past two or three players yeah. and then just took the ball to just gave the like the defenders a breather. I can remember Castine yeah. saying to me, going, Jim, you gave us such a breather today. Mm. Right. And that's what my role had, had to be for that game. Mm. And I can remember speaking to Kev in the summer. Obviously, we had the high of getting promoted. And he's like, Jim, I know we had that conversation. We want you to stay. And I had a verbal agreement with him that if I weren't playing by September, what's that, getting like five, six games, yeah. that I could leave. Mm. Because I was like, I want to play football now. Mm. I was, and how old were you at this point? I was 22. Of course you want to be playing yeah. football. So I was like, I, I want to be able to leave. Um, I might have been 22, 23, I might have been 23. Yeah. And in that pre-season, we played Brackley and Nooney broke his leg. Right. <clears throat> and um, the gaffer put me on in, in replacing Nooney as a holding midfielder. And I kept getting, just, you know, like when you just have a game, that's just unbelievable. I was getting mm. the ball off the fullback. So I was bringing diags. I was playing it into the 10's feet. I weren't giving the ball away. We played Guernsey away and I played as a holding midfielder there. And um, it was the same again. I was just like controlling the game. I couldn't give the ball away and mm. I played really well. Um, and that season, I started the season as a holding midfielder. I played four-three-three. I was sat in front of the back four. I had Gav Cowan as like a loud voice behind me going, "Jimmy left shoulder, yeah. Gaz going, Jimmy right shoulder." Massive drop pass. Yeah, so I had two centre halves there. Um, by this point, Gaz is probably a mass like nearly three hundred. He's only like 22, 23. He's probably he's probably not far off two hundred and fifty to three hundred starts wow. in non-league football. Like he was so experienced, such a young lad. He was club captain, yeah. Um, and it really, ha it did really help. And you know, I, I played really well that season. The season after was when I got my English C call ups, and that was when things, you know, did start to start to really take off. Yeah. Um, Before we go into that, I just want to touch on um, Kev Wilkin. What yeah. was the relationship there? What was that relationship like? Still calling the gaffer now. Yeah. I suppose it was quite weird though, wasn't it? Because as you said, when you first joined the and you were playing with him in the reserves. Yeah, played with played with him, yeah. So is that where you say that the relationship would have started with Kev? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. He, he would have played, he just loved playing football. Yeah. He, he played until he couldn't move. Mm. Um, centre forward, weren't he? Yeah, and he used to play centre half. So it was him and Gazdine centre half and I played in midfield. Yeah. Um, but you had that good relationship with him where you understood each other. Like you said, you had that, that you know, you were saying, oh, I'm going to have to move on. But he's like, was he, a, were you very like unsure about leaving because of the relationship you had with Kev? Or were you sort of like, no? I think there was the high of going on. And then it was, you know, everything that came with going to play in the National League, then it was, you know, the name on the back of your shirt. Yeah. And, you know, some of the games were being televised. It was all that type of thing. And, and you think, this is a, a big opportunity here um, and I have to kind of back myself a little bit but I have that little lots of safety net of going look if I'm not going to play I want to leave um, but I, I never used to start so I used to come on pretty yeah. much most games because you know I, I can create a chance even if I'm playing terrible mm. you know there's a chance that I might just 
like tap one in. Or you, just being a bot. Have you seen Jimmy play cookie? I might have done. Do you know what? He, Dan and he, he frustrates me. He frustrates me. Do you want to know why he frustrates me? Because, and I know we had a little jaff and a joke about it earlier. You won't mind me saying this. You're not rapid, are you? You're not quick off the ball. You're just a, a steady pace. Like you, you're not slow, but you're not rapid. But on the ball, I don't think I've any never seen anybody dribble so quick. Mm. Can go both ways, like left and right. If anyone's looking for Davos up my arse. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it, it's true though. I remember I come and watched you not long ago. Um, but it, it, it was a while ago. You're doing great. Doing <laughs> yeah, live. Doing, doing great. Yeah. And, I remember that's the first time I'd proper watched him. It was for Brackley at the time. Yeah. And I just thought, you don't lose the ball. Like, and I can see why he played you right mid. Because yeah. you wouldn't have been that winger that got the ball and that would have done five step overs, chopped out on the side, took on another man, whipped across in. I can just imagine that you would never have lost the ball. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like sort of a David Beckham type of thing. Not rapid, but could whip across in and would just do the basics. Yeah. I look a bit like Bex as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you're good, you're good looking. Now. Where are we talking? <laughs> yeah, I'm engrossed in this. I've lost yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so no, we're talking about the gaffer, weren't we, Kev Wilkin? Yeah. Because yeah. um, he was not, your only gaffer at the meeting, weren't he? No, we had Liam, we had two, Brian Reed and Liam Dash as well. Oh, so you were there when Brian Reed was there, were you? Yeah. Oh, I thought you left before. No, so that, the, year, the year we got relegated, um, yeah, Brian Reed did the was first Was that from bit. the conference, Jimmy, got relegated? Yeah. You spent three seasons in the conference. Three, yeah. three seasons in the conference and yeah. you finished rock bottom, didn't you, 24th? Yeah. Liam that must Dash. have been tough. Yeah. It was. Do you know what happened? Um, the gaffer had created like an unbelievable, when I say the gaffer, by the way, I'm talking about Kev Wilkin. Yeah. Um, so the gaffer had created like a team full of good lads, good lads. We had a lad called Danny Sleaf, which is he's one of the nicest lads you, you could wish to meet. Um, and they got rid of them all when when he, when he left. Right. And they were like, we're going to keep the spine of the team. So they kept Gav Cowan, they kept Gaz Dean, they kept me, they kept Adam Walker, mm. they kept Andy Brown. And I think they were like, this is this is the spine of the team. This is what we're going to go with. And then Brian Reed, he was he was mates with Stephen Presley yep. at Cov. Yeah. So he was very much like, we'll get a couple of young lads on loan from Cov. They'll piss it. It'll be easy, and we'll win a league because we were in the year that Kev working with. We were top of the conference. Yeah. Like they had to apply for you know the application to go into League Two. Right. Um, we were flying. Yeah. We, yeah. we were flying. Um, and when Kev left, we were in the playoffs. What, why did he leave, Jim? He went to Wrexham. Like, it was, you know, a big club. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a Even big, big opportunity. Were... Yeah, yeah. Because where, let's where be honest, you look, at the time, then? they were lower than us. What? Yeah. Um, but so so he went and then they got rid of some of those players and the lads that they brought in, you know, I'm not going to mention names, but a lot of them were there to pick up, like they're on their way down. And they're there just to pick up a, a few quid uh, yeah. before they retire. It's amazing. And, it, and switch, you could it? tell. Yeah. You, you could tell as well. Um, and, you know, Liam Daish came in. And then towards the end of that, like the, some of the stuff that, that he, he did. Mm. I mean, he was an angry, angry man. Um, and me being me, I'm, I'm just a laugh and a joke. Yeah. Right? Especially a, coming a from a change room, which you come from, where it's all like... Guy Adlin, yeah. Gaz Cowens, yeah. was, all that, just having a good laugh. And, there and there was one time, switch. and we were on a bit of a bad run. <laughs> we were on a bit of a bad run. And we were training at Myra, and we were in the changing rooms. And normally the gaffer would just come get us and go, right, it, 
you know, it's ready, but there's some gaffer tape in there. And I was like, I was going, lads, lads, I was like, let, like if you just tie me up with this gaffer tape, really, really tight, so I'm really stiff. I was like, we'll, we'll do, do that. So they, the lads have all done it. They've like wrapped me up. They've got it like all around my face and everything. And I was like, right, when the gaffer comes in, just, gaffer comes in to say, I've got to go, oh, I can't train tonight. I'm too stiff. <laughs> right? <laughs> he ain't coming for I've stood there for ages, right? He comes in, he's like, <laughs> he goes like, bang, door slams open. He's like bright red. And he was like, do you want to fucking train tonight or and then he just looked at me and oh I'm just stood there. The lads were all deadly silent. And now I'm thinking, I told the lads are going to say it. Oh <laughs> I told the lads are going to say it. So I just went, I, I, I don't think I could train tonight, Gaffer. I'm too stiff. None of the lads laughed. Oh. No, none of the lads laughed. They're all, the just, they're all just there. And he's just gone, everyone get out. Oh, no. So the lads are all like getting out. <laughs> and I'm trying to get out. The, I'm trying to get <laughs> I'm trying to get out the out the out this gaffer tape. He's looked me up and down, and he went. That went down well. Oh, Walked no. out, and left me in there. Oh no! So I was in there. It took me about five minutes to get out. Not David Blade trying to. Get... <laughs> it took me five minutes to get out, and then I'm having to jog across the training pitch to all the lads that are running around. I don't. And they're all like giggling. They're all giggling. I went, you fucking could have laughed over in there, lads. Yeah, cheers, <laughs> lads. Jim, no, you're on your own there. Do you reckon if they had them all laughed, you'd have got away with it? No, because it was, <laughs> it was bright red. Like, he was livid. Human. He was livid, yeah. But I told the lads I was going to say it. So. Yeah. yeah. So is that that sort of time then when Kev left, you thought it just, that's it just sort of, the club was, wasn't what it used to be then? And, yeah. And is that when you... Well, when he left, he obviously tried to take me to race. He took Wes York. He yeah. took Louis Malt. Yeah. Um, and we had loads of conversations, but Nanitin had an option on me. Right. Um, which meant that I couldn't go unless Wrexham paid a fee. But not only that, I was working at the time. Mm. I was working full time. No, I didn't have kids at the time. Right. Uh, or did I? I think Emmy had just been born. Right. I think she'd just been born. Um, Big sacrifice that is, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I was like, I was working for, for Sky Blues in the community. Yeah. I was like a team manager mm. um, and I was earning all right money from football and I was earning all right money from, from that. So mm. I was like, for me to go full time, it's going to take, big. it's going to take yeah. some, some, not, not massive, but you know. For you to be comfortable for yeah. your family. Well, I've got to go to Rexit. Yeah. So, and it's net, and so for them to do that and pay a fee, it just weren't going to happen. No. So then, when my contract came to an end at the that second season, that season, I took the option out, so there was no option anymore, and I was a free agent. Wrexham lost in the FA Trophy final, and I think if they would have, what well, and and this is a testament to the gap. He played, they were winning two 0 and he put some young lads on, and they ended up going two two, and then they lost on wow, pens. Yeah. Yeah, but like it's Wembley. It's like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it, it just gave some young lads like this un- unbelievable opportunity, opportunity, yeah. and they've ended up. It's ended up costing him his job because I probably would have gone Rex in that summer. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I probably would have. Um, but I ended up going Solihull, which was a successful season. Yeah, I was going to say. So moving on from there, you went to Solihull. <clears throat> which they were North, um, Conference North, weren't yep. they? Yeah. So 
was that was that a bit of a an easy decision or a tough decision because you you were at the conference prime at the minute. I suppose well, you've got relegated. You got relegated. Relegate. Seven of us went there. Flipping out. From the Neaton. Was that hard leaving the Neaton, Jim, seeing as you were a Neaton lad? Yeah. yeah. I can remember I can remember being like, I'm really out of my comfort zone here. But yeah, seven of us left. And the seven of us that left were, were the spine of that team that they kept at the Neaton. Okay, so um, you, who were there, Jim? Like you you. So so there'd have been Walker me, Gazdeen, Testimony, Gav Cowan, Theo Street, yeah. Andy Brown, Connor Franklin. Adam Walker, yeah, yeah. smash that. Yeah, yeah. That was good. So, so we've all gone to to Solly Hall, but the way that the way that I left Nani, and you know, everyone thought that we we'd all gone to Solly Hall. And I remember someone saying to Gazdeen and Asda, like, "You Judas, you want seven hundred and fifty pound a week there?" We weren't. No, we weren't. We weren't. Like, that's what I mean. That, yeah, like, I, I wasn't even on four hundred pound a week there. Yeah. Like, it was. So the pe- people were thinking that we've gone on some massive money. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't. I was no. literally on similar money to what I was at Nuneaton. Yeah. But there was two conversations I had that summer. One with Solly Hall. One with um, Nuneaton, Kev Wilson. And the one with Kev Wilson. So I spoke to Marcus Bignett before I ended up speaking to Kev Wilson. Marcus Bignett was like, um, I'm desperate for you. I'm desperate for you to sign for us. I've watched you. I've come to watch you. I'm excited by you. You're a flair player. Um, you, you know, there'll be two number 10s. You'll be one of my number 10s. Um, desperate to sign you. And then the other one with Kevin Wilson was I walked in and he went, all right, Gaz. I went, no, no, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm Jimmy. Straight and away. he was like, oh, yeah. Um, oh. <clears throat> I've watched, watched some of the games back. Um, what? Like, you don't score enough goals. Um, money's going to be a problem. Oh. I was like, okay, well, I've got a family. Well, let's not make it about money. Let's not make it about money. And then um, a fan walked in the office to get a season ticket. And when the fan walked in, he went, you know, I'd love for you to stay. Loved, love to have you around. And the fan walked out and he went, Jimmy Armstrong's leaving. But yeah, so well, it weren't that because when the fan was in, he changed his tune. Yeah, changed his tune. So he made it sound like he was desperate for me to stay. Then the fan walked back out. He went, but seriously, money is going to be. Oh God! And I was like, I've got one. He wanted his own team, and you know what? To be fair to him, he put together a very good team. Right. You know, got a lot of Shane Burns and yeah. I think Crowsdale went there as well, and. David Morgan was there. I think it, they put together a very good team. Right. Um, and they went, he wanted to go to his full-time model and that's yeah. that's what they did in the and went full-time that year. Mm. Um, but he wanted his own team. Like, mate, no, no, no bones about it. Like, that I had two conversations. One yeah. was with a manager saying, I'm desperate for you to play for me. Yeah. And one was a manager that was making it blatantly obvious. He, he didn't want me yeah. to stay. No brainer. He didn't want me to stay. It was quite funny actually with Marcus Bignett because he went, I don't do negotiations. You say a figure, <laughs> I say yes or no. I went, okay. Oh yeah. So yeah. I, so I said so I said a figure. He went, oh, oh, I was thinking fifty quid less. I went, yeah, but you don't negotiate. <laughs> yeah, good luck. And he, he laughed and he went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, I'll pay you. <laughs> So, so moving on then to Marcus Bignot then. Good relationship with him, Jim. Do you know what? I really liked him. And yeah. I didn't play. I left it, I left after one season because I weren't happy with my game time. I was a bit of a fan's favourite. I think the fans used to like me while I was there. Um, when the Neaton and Solly were in the same league, Jim? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you'd already played in that league. 
Yeah. So, yeah. I suppose so that was another reason why it, I wanted don't to Don't get me wrong, like, we're at Solihull that season, we had two starting 11s yeah. that, right. that could probably have gone on and, and won that league. So it was difficult. Knightsy at the time, Daryl Knights, was on fire. Mm. So he was he was playing in the 10 and he was scoring. He, I think he ended up scoring like 16, 17 goals. I, I scored 10. I only had 16 starts. Wow. Mm, that's so, so I had 16 starts and I think I had something something like 28, 29 sub appearances. So I used to play all the time. I played like 35, 36 games over the season. Weren't very often. I didn't get on. Mm. Um, so, but it, at that time, you know, we, we won the league with a couple of games to go. I think it was about three games to go. But we had Andy Brown that would score. If he didn't score, Stefan Moore would score. If he didn't score, a quasi Asante would score. Yeah. If Knights didn't there, score, then. I would score. <clears throat> yeah, big players. Um, yeah, and we had like Michael Nottingham's gone on to have a great career. He mm. he, he played in he, he played like right wing back, and I think he ended up with like eight goals. Well, this is this is what we've got down here. So you won the National League North as champions, eighty-five points, nine points clear of second. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and we used, and we lost. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, we lost the last two games. Wow. Oh no, I think we might have drew one. But yeah, lost one and drew one. But that, like you just said, then you had two start 11s. That's a testament to say, you, uh, you, your team was just too good that season, weren't it? Would you, yeah. Would you say Solly was just? We were, we, we were too, we were too good that There's year. A lot of experience. Even the yeah. names that you lad, uh, the sorry, the names that you've put across are the lads that moved from the Neaton. Experience everywhere. Yeah. So I imagine that he kept some of his players that were already at Solihull, yeah. and then when you're adding that in, it's, it's just like a yeah. well, cool Ryan, Ryan Beswick was unbelievable yeah, that season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, played against him the other week. Did you? Mm. What well, you're slimmer than him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bez, if you're listening, I love you really. <laughs> what what point of that season though, where you thought, yeah, this is we're going to win this league, we're going to we're going to do it? Was there a point? Fold Fold wouldn't go away. Like we won it on a Thursday night. At training, I've got this down. Yeah, yeah I've you got have, this yeah, down. You, to you won the league without even playing because the results went your way, didn't they? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember the team that like, it was now. I did. I did was it, it might have been North Ferriby. I might think North been, Ferriby. Might yeah, been North Ferriby. Yeah. Um, was that like a Leicester scene, Jim, where they're all sat around someone's house waiting? We were, no, we we had training. Oh, okay. Um, and then after training, we were just all sat. We had some pizzas that that came in, um, and we were sat eating pizza, watching like flash scores. Right. Just just watching it and then it like came to like full time at uh, full time and we were a bit like that it? <laughs> like, really? We've we've won the league. It was like there was no like massive Not like if you win you on yeah, And then like, I think Liam Daly came out of nowhere with a bottle of champagne yeah. and just went yeah. and then there was a little bit of a celebration yeah. and we then like they opened the bar and we, we all had like a few beers and that and then we, we went home. Bit of a strange It was a strange it was a strange way to win the league. It'd be much better to win it on a Saturday. Yeah. In front of fans. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 Well, um, I'm enjoying this already. I'm, I'm losing track of where we're going. I think we're on the yeah. uh, BSC, <laughs> ain't we? The BSC? Birmingham oh, yeah. Senior sorry, yeah. Um, won that that year? Was that that year you won yeah, that Yeah, Birmingham Senior yeah. Cup as well. You where was the final at? St. Andrews. Yeah. It oh, was. Really? A, we played. Yeah, we played against Birmingham, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you beat, um, yeah, I, yeah, you I, beat played, well, I played that. I played right wing back instead of Michael Nottingham. And that was because Michael Nottingham was going. Right. Who was it against, Jim? Birmingham. Birmingham. Oh, really? Yeah, I played, played against the Blues, yeah. Did they have any big names out or was it? I've never had any big names. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, <laughs> oh, I've got to say, Villa fan, mate. Oh, that's okay. what I'd be like that. I think I, <laughs> I think I remember saying, didn't you win 2-1? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah two I one. Think so. yeah. I think Knights he scored. Yeah. Mm. Hi guys, Cookie from the Non-League Treatment Room. Quick message about one of our sponsors, Tread. Tread offer top quality grip socks for all types of sport, available in a range of different colours. Tread won't let you slip. Check the link out in our bio on social media or in the description below to get yours ready for pre-season. So then it comes to leaving Solio. Like you've already touched on, you only spent the seasons there. Why? What was the reason there? I only started 16 games. Like, you know, I joke, I joke at the beginning saying football is all about money, but it ain't. No. Like, I want to play. Yeah. Like, I want I want to play games. Um, and I just weren't playing enough. And then Kev Wilkins got the bracket job and he's and he's going, I want to sign you. Um, and they stayed up on the last, last game of the season. Um, Same league? Yep, yeah, so, so I wouldn't have, to, dropped, I wouldn't, have, wouldn't have to drop a level, no. So mm. I did have the opportunity to go and play in the National League again for Solihull. I'm really glad I didn't. Really? Yeah, yeah, I'm, re- I'm really glad I didn't. Um, because, you know, Marcus Bignett, as well as I got on with him, he got the Grimsby job. Okay, yeah. And who came after in after him, Jim? Liam, someone. The Russell manager, whoever that is, I can't think what his Liam name. Liam McDonald, is McDonald, it? yeah, McDonald. he got the job, um, and they they struggled, didn't they? They only just managed to stay. Yeah, up, that I think. was was that the first season that Goodge was <coughs> there? I think it might have been. Was weren't it? No, no. no. So Goodge, so they stayed up, and then a lot of the lads. So Brownie stayed at Solihull. Right. Jack Burns stayed at Solihull. Okay. Um, after that first season at Solihull, Brownie signed for Brackley. Jack Byrne signed for Brackley. And it's like, it's interesting to see that, you know, I talk about like, oh, I'm so lucky in my career because there's been so many changing rooms that I've been, been in where I can say, he's my mate, he's my mate, yeah. he's my mate. Uh, the the ones that, when we got relegated at Nuneaton, apart from the ones that have come back to Brackley or, um, you know, I played with at Solly Hall, I speak to any of them. No. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't speak to any of them. Crazy, isn't it? I know um, one thing that was massive for you at Brackley, going a little bit off topic here, was a car schools, weren't it? Oh, yeah. that, that first year. The first year at Brackley, it was me, Gudge, Gaz Dean and Shane Byrne. We, we had some... We That's had a some good car school, that is. We had, we had, Where we, did you meet? Inkling Art, wasn't it? No, so we used to meet at Gaz's house and then Gaz used to find you if you were late. I was like, mate, it's impossible for you to be late. Yeah. You can't <laughs> just put... You can't just put a rule. We're meeting at your house. Yeah. Like, you've been here since eight o'clock this morning. What are you on about? <laughs> um, so we used to go there, but we'd, it would literally be like music on. We used to mess around. We used to, on a, on a Thursday, we used to do a McDonald's Thursday. It was horre- horrendous. So if it was your drive, you had to order a McDonald's, but like in a funny way. <laughs> So you go through the drive through. So you go through the drive through, and Take like one, of, one of the times I had to, I had to pretend I had a stutter. Oh, oh. oh no, it was so awkward! <laughs> it's so awkward. So I'm there. We, we only used to have four toffee Sundays. So I used to go, uh, 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 "Hello, can, can, can I get four straw, 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 <laughs> straw, toffee Sundays, please?" <laughs> 
And then I'd have to go around, I'd have to go around and then sit there and keep a straight face, <laughs> keep a straight face while they're passing me the toughest of those I'm playing. I'm going, th- 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 thank you. Like the, the lads, the lads are filming it. Like, yeah. oh, that was funny. That was funny. Um, but we, we did also, sometimes we'd go in, um, I had a tray full of food and I had to fall over. Oh, oh, no. oh mate, oh. you had a video of that, there didn't you? There was a video of that, yeah. Obviously. Tray full of, but <laughs> we just used to just, we... And that's know. not, bearing in mind, this ain't even, we're not even on about him stepping through the doors at Brackley. We're on about the car journeys, yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so these, these, were, these were the car journeys and we, uh, yeah, we, we did all sorts. Like, I, I, never, I didn't used to get home from training until like, half 11 because we, we'd like park up in Carver and we'd go pe- Pepe's for something to eat and then we'd, yeah. me- we'd mess around for a bit. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was working full time, had to be up. So yeah, important, absolutely. again, it's just going back to that point though of people that you surround yourself with. And yeah. I know that's not your choice because you're not in charge of who comes through the door. But when you form them relationships with people, it's a massive us part four, of we're still We're still in a group chat. Yeah. Really? Like, and us four, like Shane Byrne Stag do was us four. Like, um, and... It was, you know, we, we, we've still got a group chat and, you know, the group chat's called Where We, Where we Going With This? And, <laughs> it's, and it's because there was an old boy, an old boy in uh, Mahaka where we went on his stag do. He's an old, old boy and he was like, just started chatting to us and he was like, yeah. yeah but he was like, oh, you're four good looking lads, you are, you're four good looking lads. We're like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 65. I live out here. I've been down the beach today. Oh, some beautiful tits down. There. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, then the song was the song was playing. The song was playing, and he was going, oh, the beat was like beginning to like uh, the beat was beginning to like build up a bit, and he was going, where are we going with this? <laughs> where are we going with this? And then that was it. Then from then on, that's all we said all holiday, and oh, ever since then. Um, yeah, ever ever since then, that group chat's been called that. But that first year, the car school was a massive part of it. Mm. What what about playing then, Jim? Did you come straight in into the team, or did you have to work your way in? Or no, came Kev Kev pretty much built his own team. Yeah. I think he only kept two or three from the team that just stayed up, and and he built his own team. Um, <clears throat> I think he planned for me to play as a holding midfielder. Okay, but then Shane came in. Yeah. Um, and the first game that me and Shane played together, he played as a holding midfielder. I played in the 10. I scored a hat-trick. It was pre-season friendly. I scored a hat-trick and he set me up three times. Um, and it was just like, obviously from then, yeah. it's like Adam Walker, Shane Burners, two holding midfielders, me in the 10. Um, and it, that, that was it. I was like straight in the team. Don't get me wrong, like, me and the gaffer got a great relationship, but there's been times where he's had to pull me and, he, and he's, or he's left me out or um, play one game. <laughs> when we were at Nanit, we played one game. And uh, we lost to Stady Bridge 2-0. And the goals were one where Gazdine's gone to head it back to the keeper and the striker stood there. He's <laughs> gone straight to him, he's tapped it in. The second goal, um, they've cleared the ball. We've had a corner, they've cleared the ball. And um, one of the lads, I think his name is Emmett, he's come running through and he's took out Sleafy. They both like fell on the floor. The the two lads that are back from a corner. Yeah. And their striker was just like on the halfway line, looking round and just like threw on goal. To be fair, where's York nearly caught him? Yeah, right. um, <laughs> he nearly caught him. Um, we lost two down after the game. He went, 
you midfield two are fucking awful. Me and Watts looking at each other thinking, hang on a minute here, Gaz Dean, any chance you're having a go at him? I mean, to be fair, like Gaz, Gaz Dean. Golden boy. Oh, yeah, but rightly so as well. Yeah, I, absolutely. I can't, I, I can think of five times, if that, in his career, that I could say, that goal's your fault. Yeah. Really. And I've played, me and Gaz, I don't know if there's any, any other players like it that have moved clubs, but we've played together now since we were 15. That's, mm. that's, that's incredible. That's mm. nice, that is. Yeah, that's nice. But in terms of Brackley, you had some special moments there, didn't you? Let's yeah. be honest. And I'm, I bet you're looking forward to talking about these. Sick of it. Oh, which one? So, first, so let's, let's, let's go with the first one. So, FA Cup in uh, November, FA Cup, first round hat-trick against Gillingham. Yeah, you've missed off that it was on BT Sport. It was on BT Sport. <laughs> and actually, um, you know what, before this, I, I, watched, I watched it. And yeah. to be fair, all three goals are great goals. They were, mate. They're not like sloppy tapping goals. Like your third one as well. Took that a while. Do you know, that's the first time, literally a couple of weeks before that, was the first time I ever met you, weren't it? And it was on yeah. our mate Stag do. And he, he offered me a job at that point as well. And uh, you remember, <laughs> regretted, we it ever, regretted it ever since. <laughs> but I remember all, we had a group chat and we were all putting in the group chat, good luck tonight, Jim, you know, big game, blah, blah, blah. And he was just shrugging it. Yeah, yeah, it's just another game. And I remember watching it and I thought... One of the lads put a bet on as well, me to score two or yeah, more Cam, goals. Yeah, Cam, Cam Stevens yeah. put, put a bet on nice. for Jim to score more than two goals. And I just remember sitting there watching it and I just thought... What the fuck is going on here? Was that what was going for your head as well? Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> I can't hide it. Like, if you look at my celebrations, yeah, that's true. Like, I literally, people said to me after, you've got to work on your celebration. But it was like, I can't believe what's just happened. Because yeah. the thing was, I said to Leon Love as well, I said to him, look, tonight's your night. Before yeah. the game, tonight's your, I've had my moment because I came second in goal of the round in the first leg. Yeah. So. Who was that against? Looking for Neville, Gillingham. Oh, what's wrong with him? God knows. <laughs> what's wrong with him? Don't cut that out either. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we played Gillingham in the first leg. We drew 2-2. Two, two. Of course, yeah. Um, and, I, I, you know, I came second for goal of the round. Yeah. And um, I was like, I've had my moment. Like, I've just scored an unbelievable. And that was probably the best goal out of the four that I scored against. Mm. Yeah. That was probably the best one. Who scored the other goal, Jim? Good. Yeah, thought and it was. And then it was a, an own goal because um, we beat them 4-2, didn't we, in the second one? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that first goal went in and I ran off like, I can't believe I've done it again. I can't, I can't believe that's happened. And then the second one happened so fast. Yeah. Where, yeah, he whipped the ball in, didn't he? And it's yeah. Just... Is that the one where you started, Jim, and then you carried on, you running to the back? Yeah, right, it's been too good. He started it with a tackle on Jay Emmanuel Thomas. Yeah, great tackle right. that was. Yeah. Well. No, he did. Um, great tackle. Yeah, so it was like good, good to Shane. Shane to me. And then I played it out wide and got in the box. Um, and yeah, just a little outside of the foot. But again, like... Nothing went through my brain at that point other than getting the box. Yeah. And because he's hit it so hard, it just, I've just had to just yeah, yeah. control it into and the, the bottom third corner. One was just a fucking unbelievable finish where it just opened up for you, didn't it? Yeah. They were backing off. Yeah. There was, yeah. It just, I remember it just screaming. Fouled, it just fouled to me and I just got that. To be fair, the keeper gave me a big gap, didn't he? Well, but yeah, I just guided it. Just guided I could have like panicked. I could have. 
carried it another 10 I yards. I just felt so calm and just yeah. put it in. It was, unbel- it was unbelievable. And, you know, it was a surreal feeling after it because like there's a pitch invasion. Then before I know it, there's like some big bloke dressed all in black, grabs my arm. And then he's like, interview TV now. <laughs> so then I'm put, putting like in front of a TV and we're non-league players, by the way. Yeah. We don't get no training. We don't. So no. it's, it's a nerve wracking thing. Um, and I, I, you know, I know everyone's watching. I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to come across stuttering. I don't want to be sitting there going, um, um, um. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're asking me all these questions and I'm answering them. And then as soon as that finished, like, like someone else grabs me and like, interview with the sun now. So like, then I've got the sun, then it was the Daily Mirror. Then it was one for like Northampton. And uh, there was like, all these like big, like newspapers and stuff. And yeah, they picked up on most more than anything was the fact that I didn't, that I ate my pre-match meal in the back of a car. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. It was all like, it was all like, what, you got changed in your car? I was like, yeah, I've finished work. I've had to get in my tracksuit. I had some pasta in a, in a part. I ate that on the way over. And I think for them, like, people don't realise, like, I remember Staffy texting me afterwards, like, it's like they've never heard of Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's, what, that's what they picked yeah. up on. But and then they come and interviewed you, didn't they, when you were working at Scarborough? Oh, that was after, wasn't it? They come yeah, and interviewed so you in your workplace. Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. For the next round, it was all on the FA Cup, weren't yeah. it? I remember yeah, they came, and they did like a, like a little day in the life of yeah. like Brackytown and it followed oh. me around and um, like the lads, so they gave me like a GoPro to put in the car so they could film oh, the okay, car journey yeah. over. So once they'd done all the interview and, and stuff, they were like, we just want to like film you for the rest, for like the rest of the day, can you film your car journey? And the lads are then going, so Jim, like, um, so did, did you know they were coming to do an interview with you today? I was like, yeah, no. he chose to wear that jumper. Oh, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So they're, they're all like, they're all like just, ha- just hammering me in the back. Look at it, they just did it all like, all fast, like all yeah. of us just laughing. But yeah. Did you feel the pressure before the game, Jim, before you scored the hat-trick? Was it like, were you like, we're you, playing the FA Cup here against Gillingham who were yeah. much higher? Yeah, you, you, no, you, just you, enjoy you're, it. you're the underdogs. And I, st- I still say it now, I don't think there's much difference between my level and... Um, like the lower half of League One. Really? Because I think good the amount of times, the amount of times. Cam that said that as well. Cam as well, yeah. yeah. There the ain't. I'm, I'm telling you now, because when, when we've played, you know, we played against Tranmere a couple of years ago. We lost one now, but I played on the left and I felt so comfortable in the game. Like mm. I'd been out of the team as well. The gaffer weren't playing me and then he pulled me before the game and he just went, look, it's a big game. You're a big game player. I'm going to start you, is that all right? And like a big smile came on my face. And I was like, the TV cameras are in. Of course yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Um, and I come out, I played really well that game. And um, we played against Blackpool in the FA Cup in the, in mm. the round after and we lost 1-0. And, like, made a good account of yourselves as well, I think. Yeah, yeah, we, we really did. And, you know, it's the one thing I've got left to tick off. What I want to do is I want to play in the third round of the FA Cup. Yeah. You know, after this, it's going to be a bit of a strange question, Jim. After that, when you scored the hat trick, did you get anybody ring your phone? Any clubs or anything like that? No. No. In the summer, so I, I agree quite early with Brackley. So I agree quite early. Um, probably would have been about April time. I was like, you know what? I've loved it. Like it's been my first season here. I've absolutely loved it. Mm. Um, and we got it all done and I went on holiday and <clears throat> all that type of thing. Um and then while I was on holiday in, in the off-season, because obviously I'd signed and it was all done, um, the gaffer rang me. I was like, this is weird. He knows I'm away. 
Mm. It's like, Archie, I'm sorry to bother you. Um, look, AFC Ford are interested. Oh, shit, I remember you. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. okay. And I just started Positive Impact, didn't I? We, yeah. weren't, we weren't very old. So were they um, in National League? Not, positive uh, Impact's my business, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to PR. <laughs> yeah. um, they no, would have been conference. Like, they were the same league as us. They were the same league. They were as, on the rise. They were the same league right. as us, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I went, Gaff, I ain't interested. I was like, it's, it's Blackpool. Like it's, it's miles away. Mm. Um, I don't want to move my family. I and you know unless it's like, unless it's like life changing amounts of money. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't interested. <clears throat> and went, well, what would be life changing in amounts of money then? I went well, you know, like two grand a week. That's what I said to him. I was like, you know, one hundred and four grand a year for a couple of years while I'm trying to set a business up is a yeah, life changing yeah, yeah, amount definitely. of money. And um, he went, Jim, I think you'll get it. <laughs> Fucking hell! I went, okay. Then, then yeah, I'd like to have a conversation. I was like, I've got family that live in Blackpool, actually. I could go yeah. and start with them. I started like, looking yeah, at all the positives. Yeah. I can go up on a Monday, stay over, come back on a Tuesday, love Wednesday off. Like, I started to like talk about it and go, I could and do that. And they were that. full-time fighters. Yeah, right? yeah. So, right. I, so I would have like ran positive impact from there in the afternoons and stuff. Um, Dave, I would have been like second in charge. Yeah, so. that's scary. Isn't it? Who do you reckon you'd be working for now? Because it'd be all over by now, wouldn't it? I don't know, mate. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Probably be at night. Then, but but the, uh, <laughs> the owner turned it down. Alan did, yeah. Oh, okay. he, turned, he turned it. We had a conversation not long ago about the Brackley, it, the Brackley owner. Yeah, the Brackley tur- the owner turned it down and it was 75 grand. And he went, tell him to make it 100 and I'll think about it. And then they came back with 85 and he went, Nah, it's not hundred. I don't need that. Like, that's it. I'd rather Jimmy play. And that was, and that was that. That was not overly, not over. And if I look back at it, we won the FA Trophy that year. Yeah. So, so no, not really. Like because, yeah. All right, I might have earned a few more pounds, but look, look at look at what we did that year. Yeah. Mm. What about any other? As we're on the full-time subject, was there any other clubs where it was like going into full-time in terms of maybe like the football league or anything like that? Or no, nah, no, no. For some reason, teams don't seem to like lanky and consistent number tens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. No, I don't know what it is. No, do you know? Do you know what the thing is? And I will be the first to admit this. I'm a frustrating player to a to manage and b to probably play with. There's a reason Gaz Dean's so good. It's because. I'll give him loads of practice when I get the ball away all the time. Um, <laughs> but I do think that if a club were to come and look at me over a long period of time, which they probably would have. Yeah. Yeah, I've scored a hat-trick against a League One team. They would go, brilliant one week, crap the next. Not mm. not crap, not crap, quiet. Yeah. Like quiet, quiet the next. Mm. Well, the thing was, on the games that I was quiet were the games that I tended to score in. Mm. That, that's that's pretty far so if I was to look at my career as a whole I've had games where I've been unbelievable and I've created loads of chances and then I found myself in um, like opportunities to score and I've missed or you know my touches let me down like one re- like at the last minute or I ain't quite quick enough to get there or there's something like that there'll be games where, where I've been so bad and then I'm just in the right place at the right time and I'll tap it in mm. Um, Shep, Shep used to call me Lucky Jimmy. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't know how you do it. Look, I was like, you're only lucky so many times. There is a skill to it when the ball's coming into the box of knowing where it's going to land, where yeah. it's going to be, and the run that you need to make to get there. So when you joined Brackley, you would always finish right up there as well, wouldn't you? Like oh, playoffs and stuff like that. 
Was it frustrating that you just could never get yeah. over the line? Of- it's been so frustrating. How many because years, Jim? How many it's times? It's been seven years. Right? We've made the play. COVID's killed one. Yeah. So out, so out the seven years, we've made the playoffs um, the last five years on the spin. Mad at it. And we've got to two finals, lost in two semifinals. Yeah. I think, I think that's what it is. Mm. Yeah, we missed out. We've only missed out once. How was it, what, how's the mentality there when that keeps happening, Jim? What do you say to yourself when the lads around you? When it's like- well, the thing was this year, Gaz was manager yeah. and mm. I was his assistant mm. because we were both injured. And now it's a strange position to be in because well, I'm the joker. Well, me and, me and Gaz are the jokers within the changing room. Mm. And some of the things I say aren't nice all the time. Mm. And now I'm in a position where I'm having to take training and I'm having to boost the morale because um, morale was low when um, Roger Johnson left. I'm sure we'll touch on this in yeah, a bit. Yeah, we will, yeah. Um, morale was low and they needed picking up. And they, they needed picking up. And that's where like my first session, I think I did games like TIG. Yeah, just fun like, games. Like, yeah, like genuinely it wouldn't be far off a session that probably like we do, do it in work. schools, yeah. Yeah, that we would do in school. And it put smiles on their faces. Like there were shooting games. There was, um, you know, like, like dribbling games. Stu- just stupid stuff that just put a smile back on the face. Mm. And then we we won our next game off 3-1. And the belief just came back, mm. came back st- straight away. But it was hard to begin with being in that position where I'm like the you, joker. Yeah, you're the other side. The joker. You? And now... Even though I'm a player, I, I'm having to take training moments to say, right, lads, get in. This is what the plan is tonight. Mm. Like, Shep, you're listening. Oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So to take take control of that yeah. situation. I want to rewind a little bit because we've missed out a big bit, a massive bit. Yeah, sorry. Um, FA Trophy. So talk to us a little bit about that. From the start, if you can, Jim, because we, we spoke to it a little bit. We good you a little bit. But I think that we, we sort of couldn't remember how far back it was and who you played and all sorts of stuff like that. And I'm not looking for major detail, just what you remember of the trophy and what it was like to be a part of that journey. We played so many games. Really? So many replays. It's early, it's early on as well as at the competition. Yeah, yeah. So so we played so many games in that. I think on our way to win it, I think we beat Salford 4-0. Um, we... We went. We had to. We had to play some some big clubs as well. But I think we had like um, we might have had Mickle over in the earlier round, mm. and like Goodge equalised last minute, and then we had to go to a replay, and then we beat him five now. Mm. And then we, I think we then played Salford, and that was that where were was, they at the time? They were in our league, but over top of our league. Okay. Um, and we, yeah, we beat them four now. Then we played Barrow, big club. Yeah, at home, and we drew nil nil, and we're like, shit. Got to, to Barrow on a Tuesday That's a night. As well. so to Barrow on a Tuesday night, and we beat them two nil. Then we had Sutton United, who were top of the national league yeah. mm. at the time. So we're like, well, surely we're going to go out now, like <laughs> this. And I think we ended up beating them two one. We did. We, we beat in your backyard, or we, was it away? At our place, we okay. beat them two. It was it was horrendous. And this is one of the games I'm talking about. I was terrible that game. Mm. Everything I got, gave it away. I ended up winning the penalty and scoring, <laughs> and we won two one. 
Um, and it was that's that's like the t- when I say I'm frustrating, that's why. Mm. Um, and then I think after that, we, it was when we had Wealdstone, and the draw was either two teams from the league above or Wealdstone. Right. And I've missed out Braintree. We played Braintree as well. Who were conference at the time, weren't they? They were no, they were in the conference south. Oh, were they? So we had Braintree in that run as well, and that was another draw. So that was like a draw and a replay. So we drew and had so many replays. Yeah, yeah. You know, when it comes down to it, like even like the Hillier Cup, which is like the Birmingham Senior Cup, yeah. we were we got all the way through to the final of that. Jesus. So at the end of at the end of the season, we had three finals in a week. Like we had the the Hillier Cup one, the playoff final, and the FA Trophy final all in a week. But it was the Wilston game as well. We're like, if we get a conference south team, because when we played Braintree and we drew nil nil the first one at their place, when we brought them back to our place, we beat them four nil, mm. and they were top of the south. Yeah. Mm. And Wealdstone were like mid table in the south, and we were very confident. If we get Wealdstone, we're going to Wembley. Yeah, we're probably. doing this. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to go to Wembley, um, and then good score, the last minute winner, great goal as well, great goal in the uh, semi final, and then I think we won two the second leg 2-0 at their place mm. um, that was against Wildstone yeah was and a, that last was a raider there <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, never met him played there a few times um, <clears throat> and that last 20 minutes of that game when we were 2-0 up then and we were 3-0 up was such an enjoyable atmosphere to play in really because it was like we're all on the pitch like we're going to Wembley I can't yeah, believe yeah. cannot believe we've done this um, when you look at the teams we've had to play as well, yeah, you know, Salford, Sutton, Barrow, yeah, like we've we've had to go and do them, and then go to the final to play against uh, Bromley. I bet when you thought after you got released from Cov, when you first signed for Nini and was it Town or Borough at the time? Borough, yeah. Borough. Never thought you were going to play at Wembley, did you? Honestly, no. Do you know what? And I set I set off. When, once I'd had my first lot kind of season, um, or my second season where I did quite well, mm-hmm. I set myself a few targets that I wanted to achieve in my career. Mm-hmm. And I set them really high. One of them was I wanted to win the National League North. Um, one of them was I wanted to get an England Sea Cup. One of them was I wanted to win at Wembley. And one of them was to play in the third round of the FA Cup. Yeah. And the third round of the FA Cup is the only one that you've not reached. That, yeah, I haven't managed to reach. So talk to us about final day then, Jim. What was it like? What 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 happened for you? What, did you stay up the night before? What what was the crowd? Yeah, so we went in the hotel room. Um, Who were you with? Gudge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we spoke a little bit. Yeah, good said, good. Yeah. Do you know what? There was one time me and Gudge stay, stayed in a hotel room. It was blithe away. I'll come back to the story, sorry. Like. Yeah. <clears throat> We're looking good but, for time, to be fair, but, but it was uh, it was blithe away. And um, we, we've like had the, uh, we've, we've like all, all gone there and we've had like our meal and all that. And if there's any new players, they might do a little bit of a sing song or something. Um, but then I'm always like, I have a beer on a Friday night. Yeah. So yeah, I, I always have. Like, I, I've always had like just just one or two, a couple of beers yeah. um, on a Friday night. And I was like, I, I, I need to have a beer. 
I, I need to have a beer because it's just my it's just my preparation. It is mm. what it is. So we're sat in the bar of this hotel and I've got a menu around a point and a glass of Coke the other side <laughs> of it in case the gaffer comes down. Yeah. So I'm like, I've had my beer and all that and I've got a couple more bottles and we're in the room. We're, we've gone back to the room and we're just like laughing and joking, chatting, doing whatever. Um, and then in the morning, Good just like brought his speaker and we're playing like Westlife, like really loud. Like we're just we're just we're just singing and we're holding up like mobile phones on our chargers like it's the uh, like it's a microphone yeah. singing the what's the woman Mariah Carey and she's coming back to me giving it stacks <laughs> so we're giving it stacks it's on full blast good just got a video of me like with my pants pulled up my ass like um, wearing nothing else Jesus. like looking out the window singing turning around dancing giving it flying without wings. <laughs> Like we've messed around. It must, we must have done it for about 45 minutes to an hour. The music was on full blast. We've got ready. We've come changed. As we've opened the door, the gaffer's walked out. He was in the room next to us. We had no idea. We're like, oh, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. And then we start the game at Blythe. We're 3-0 down after 20 minutes. And the club didn't do another overnight stop oh, until no. Wembley. Really? Yeah. And then me and Good's room together again then. How was that then? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. We were we were a bit more well behaved that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> what about the game then, Jim? How did you play? What did you? you Do you know what? I missed so many chances. Yeah. I played well though. Yeah. Like, I look and look back at it, and I'd say I wouldn't change anything. No. Like, I, I wouldn't that, because if you could go to Wembley and win a game, or it'd be on a film. The way that the way that it happened, mm. people would go, "Oh, here we go, look, oh, a last minute equaliser," like, and it was the ninety fifth minute. Mm. And it was the club captain. Mm. I mean, it weren't. But <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what. <laughs> yes, it weren't. But it was. We'll let him have it. Um, do you know what I mean? It was. It was the club captain, mm. and the balls trickled over the line. Do you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. It's not like if you if you're to write it in a film, you'd do it one way or another, wouldn't you? The, yeah. There'd be like an unbelievable goal, or it's like slow motion just going over the line, and it just trickled over in slow motion. Then then we go to extra time. Were you and tired, then, Jim? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can remember that the last kick of the game was was a header from me and I played the ball out wide to Brownie and I'm sprinting in the box and I'm like trying not to get cramp and he's put the ball in and I've jumped and I just cannot, I just can't get there. Yeah. And I've like got my head to it and it's gone just like like wide and over. And I think like on the, on the highlights, you can just see me um, like laughing as if to say like, I ain't scoring today. Mm-hmm. There's like one that Glenn pulls back to me that I put over. There's one where... I've like cut in on my left foot and it's gone just past the post. One where I've run through three players and I smashed it and it, the keeper weren't, was like just stood there. Mm. And then there was one where I was about five yards out and I've chipped it. And as it's gone past the keeper, he's just like done that. He's hit his oh. elbow, hit his elbow and hit the post. And it was just like, just the ball just weren't going to go in, mm. weren't going to go in for me. Um, so we've got to like penalties. And How then, did that work, Jim? Is it did he Kev pick his takers or did you or was it like, a situation it? of Yeah, who who wants to take him? So we practiced it. I know that Good said we um we trained at Arsenal, didn't we? Yeah. Um so we we practiced pens a day before and it was kind of pretty much people knew if they were gonna take one or if they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um and then Shane Shane went first and he misses. And you wouldn't expect from Shane, would you? No, no. Certainly might though, because on the pitch I missed the sitter and he went, uh You've crossed us this far. Now. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> then he missed the pen. So you say anything when you're on the pitch. Yeah, yeah you say anything you when you're on yeah. the pitch. Um, yeah. So he misses the first one. So then 
you know, then we, we, it's like goal, 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 goal. And I think I'm walking up knowing that I went fourth, like knowing that if we'd missed, like that was it, we'd mm. lost. I promise you, I've never been so nervous in my whole entire life. Never been so nervous. Um, and I've, like, I've put the ball on, on the spot and the keepers come walking out to me. Oh no. And he went, no pressure, it's only all your family you're gonna let down. Oh no. And it just it just switched. Like I just my mentality was I ain't missing this penalty. Yeah. Like I just it calmed me down. Like it had the opposite effect. I can't do you it know what is. I mean? Like so for some people it might just like make them even want it. It just made me calm that I was literally like, mm. you know what I'm like, I don't know what to lose at anything, do I? Yeah. Like so it's like it just calmed me down. And then I just, you know, I rolled it in I rolled it in the corner and then you see me on the TV as well, like run up to the keeper. Like I run up to him and I'm like, I hope you get what you fucking deserve. You yeah, yeah. said a word that's not very nice. <laughs> um, and I said that and now people were saying to me afterwards, like, what did you say to him? What, mm. Because I'm like a laugh and a joke and yeah. I've always got a small smile on my face. Like people don't see me serious very often. Mm. Um, and then they've then got a pen to win it. And then they miss. Mm. And you're like, they've twice, twice they've had this game like wrapped up. Mm. We were, they were 30 seconds away yeah. and then they've missed the penalty to win it I think that that's, a, that's when you know then isn't it and then Glenn Walker's gone up and he scored Yeah. and then they've missed another pen and then Brownie steps goes Andy Brown. Brownie steps up and honestly what a way to retire yeah. and kicked another ball really yeah, fair play wow it's a nice way to end them isn't it unbelievable oh, unbelievable and what a lot more for me like um, you know two really really good friends there you know still see Brownie yeah um, Every now and then, we stay in touch. Um, not probably not as much as I'd like to be honest. Mm. And I think he'd say the same. But not not if he had an audience, he'd, he'd probably make a joke memories, about it. Memories and stories, but, though, Jim, that you'll never ever yeah forget. Like just yeah, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. We get asked all the time, like you know, what's what's your favourite moment at Brackley? What's your favourite moment at Brackley? Oh, I've got two that I'm torn between, yeah. and one's a selfish one because I've scored a hat-trick against yeah. a League One team on BT Sport. Mm. Pretty sure no one else that was part of that Gillingham game and the final would say, I'll oh, be in Gillingham. Because, mm. but you know, there was 35,000 there at Wembley. It yeah. looked empty. But there was 35,000 people there. All my family were there. Like my granddad got to come and watch that game. He never never got to come and watch. Lives in Blackpool. Yeah. Would follow it, you know. He, he got to, he got to come and watch, and he really struggled, bless him, to get there because you know he weren't mm. he weren't very well. Um, like all your family's there, it probably it probably is the the best feeling. Understandably, the, the, yeah, the, be, the best feeling, despite me missing loads of chances. Yeah, mm. definitely. No, I love that. We're going to go back to sort of recent seasons with Brackley, though. So Kev Wilkin leaves Brackley. Roger Johnson comes in, ex-Premier League, a lot of experience. Sort of what was that time at the club like for you? I, I thought that first session, I weren't happy at all. And, yeah. I, and do you know, you know, it's right, rightly or wrongly, I but I don't think he deserved to get sacked. No. And I said, I've, I said, I've, said, I've said this to Jan, um, who, who's at Brackley. And, but... I had to get on with it. Yeah. Like, like I, had, I had to get I could not believe it. Do you know what I mean? I, could, I couldn't believe it. I bet that. a lot of players probably thought that as well, you know. Or did they not? Some, some of them some had of a spring it. in the step. Yeah. But the, you do, don't you? A new manager comes yeah. in and you think, 
That's just think, the way oh, I, might, well. I might play, I might play. And mm. you know, one of them said to me, he was like, he had a big smile on his face. And I, I went in a great mood. And he went, uh, he went what's happening? I can't believe What's happened? What's happened? I went, he started playing the year. I told him if he did, he'd get the sack. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I weren't happy. I went, but because like, not only that, it's like, they're my friends. Like mm. I, I was getting, I was getting to a point in my career with with the team that was there as well last year. I f- I had more in common with the gaffer, Nooney, Staffy, than I did some of the players that were in the changing room. Yeah, um, and that's that. It is what it is. Like you know, the, the gaffer has been my manager what for seven years at. Nuneaton and seven years at Brackley. Yeah. And I think it's fair to say that he backed you a lot as well because I can't remember when it was, Jim, but you struggled quite a lot with your army, didn't you? Yeah. And um, he always backed you though, didn't he? You had your little time off and then you were straight back in the team, weren't you? So... Yeah. I, just, I was a player that he trusted. Yeah. And do you know do you know what it was? Uh, uh, I look back, we we got to a player final. Like, and, um, you know, the, the club had their reasons. Um and then the gaffer has, you know, his what his thoughts on it as well. And it was a tough position to be in because, you know, he was my friend, but I've also got a job to do. Yeah. And then it was just everything happened so fast. Like I got a phone call off Noonie on the Thursday morning saying they've got rid of us. I went, yeah, good one. He went, Jim, I'm being serious. Like they've got rid of us. And I was like, you're fucking joking, aren't you? I was like, what? What do you mean? What? 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 What do you mean? And um, I was, yeah, I weren't, I weren't happy at all with mm. it. And then what, what it was was, they've gone. The new manager is going to be announced tonight. And I was like, so hang on a minute, hang on a minute. We beat Telford on a Tuesday, and on the Thursday we're meeting our new manager. And then. They were like, right, we've been watching you. We've what we've been coming and watching for the last month, and then I'm thinking, right, so how long has this been planned? Yeah, and that's what like that's like. I can understand if the club just thought that Kev Wilkins' time had come to an end. Mm. That's fine. That that's fine. Um, not do it in the summer. Yeah, that, and that's and that's you know that's where that's where emotionally at the time you were. I was yeah, you know. We ended up getting to a player final. Yeah. Like, and, and Roger Johnson came in and <laughs> I remember he's, uh, so I came in that first session. Um, like we met him um, on the Thursday. He kept, gave us our weekend off because we had a weekend off that, um, that the gaffer would give us. And, and Roger was like, you can keep, you can keep your weekend off. Um, and then we came in on the Tuesday and I'd had time to process it. And I was like, right, look, you're 32 years old now, grow up. Like, this is football. This is what mm. happens. Like, the club have made a bold decision. Um, they know that people are not going to be happy with it, but they've done it anyway. And I think that a lot of that comes from, you know, the owner, Alan Layton. What a guy, by the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. But he's a businessman. Mm. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he's a businessman and he's ruthless and he weren't happy. So, you know, you only have to look at his CV um, mm. to see the success that he's had, you know. Chairman of the Royal Mail, CEO of Asda, yeah. like <clears throat> big fish. Yeah, big. Like, and um, but what a humble, what a like a a humble man that you know. I was lucky enough when I took the role on with Gaz. 
um, to spend a lot more time with him because he was coming to a few more games and he was, you know, wanted to know what, what the decision-making process is like and how training's been and that type of thing. And I was lucky enough to spend some time with him and, um, yeah, like look, yeah. try and pick his brains and everything yeah, because yeah, of yeah. how successful he is. Um, Did you have then, a relationship with Roger, Jim? Or? So to begin with, um, he gave us a weekend after on the Tuesday. I was like, right, I'm coming in. I'm going to be myself. Mm. I'm, I'm going to be myself. And uh, we, we've gone into training and uh, we did a game where it was three teams. So it was like yellows, um, greens and non-bibs. It was three teams, two teams are chasing. What, uh, one team's chasing, two teams got to keep the ball. And the yellows, for whatever reason, every time they like got the ball back, they gave it away or they kicked it out of place. So they had to stay in for pretty much a whole minute. The other two teams kept him and like, you know, he's finished it. And I was like, Gaffer, is it the yellows turn to attack next? Or are they defending again? Like just making a joke yeah, out yeah. of it. Didn't even smile. Oh no. Really? So I said it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, I said it again. And he didn't smile again. And then the lads are like, they're giggling really quietly. Like, I can't believe you said it twice. I can't believe you said it twice. So I went, you're shit out here. Why are you scared of it? Yeah. Yeah. So I was in it. But then um, as time went on, I got on all right with him. Yeah. I quite liked him. In fact, he was like, he was my, he was my kind of person. Mm. Um, you know, it's, I felt bad when he got the sack as well. Mm. But, I can understand why we went however many games without a win. Yeah, and I yeah. don't think all of the lads did really buy, in, buy into what he wanted. Mm. Um, we had so many players, mm. so many players that we kept signing. Right. And, you know, he came in and we went 18 games unbeaten. And this is how mad football is. Mm. We went 18 games unbeaten. And he's probably thinking... I want to get a move. His yeah. Hands, yeah. I want to get a move. Like, it's my first job. I'm coming in with it again when we've got eight, 18 wins. Um, everything was like, was like funny. Um, we, we, you know, he proper lightened up. Like he lightened up. We used to make jokes about my body weight and that type yeah. of thing. Mm. And like, there was one session, like someone's put a cross in. Um, and it, it was after, we had our works Christmas do on the Friday. Yeah. Um, at the malt. Yeah. And, uh, I had, I had I had at the moment, yeah. I had tra I had training on the Saturday morning and I was a bit worse for wear. So I was like going around. I think I was still half pissed to be honest. Yeah. And his cross has come in and I've done like this diving head and it's gone over and the gaffer's like, fucking hell, it's a flying pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously I love all that. I love all that. Yeah. There, was there was times where we were training, I think it was after that session. Um, after that session then of like uh, we've had a shower and he's caught me in the varsity car park going for a beer uh, and he's come out he's laughing he's like oh, I don't mind it yeah, I think I'd have yeah. done the same if I was a player um, and, and he did like he, he, he quite liked it um, after that eight, that run of 18 games I think we went like 14 or 15 games without a win it's mad mm. isn't it and change literally has changed like that that's football though isn't it and then you know he lost his job after Kev Wilkin comes back with Telford and beats him yeah wow what a moment mm. but then obviously then that's when you spoke about it a few times Gaz Dean takes a job club captain yeah makes you assistant and you help out and uh, so what was what was that like I loved it yeah. no, I I, I Loved it, um, you know, and it made me 
realize how hard Gazdeen works like in everything, mm. like, like in absolutely every his attention to detail because he's got a great job. Um, he's got another bit where he does tax returns for people in sport. Yeah. Um, and like he, do, he does that, and then he takes on this as well. And he's watching games. He's ringing managers. Is like I tried to help out as much as I can. Like I was trying to put in the clips together, and I was planning training, and I was so I was saying, look, what do you want me to work on yeah. in training? Mm. Leave that to me. Like <clears throat> I will do that. I'll get a smile on the lads' faces. We'll get the temper. We'll, we'll make sure that the quality is right. Um, just leave that to me. You, I'll I'll watch games back as well. So you know, I was I was going to work. And I wasn't really doing my job, if I'm honest. Mm. I was I was going on and I was on like um, Huddle and I was watching games back from yeah, like all yeah. the other teams that we were playing against. And like, this is the shape they play. This is what they're like out of possession. This is what they're like in possession. Um, where are the weak links? And that type of thing. Gaz would do the same and we'd have a little bit of a, like a little bit of a chat about it. Um, and then Woodsy came in to help out as well. He was one of the players. Mm. Um, so, so the three of us were doing it and then, no, I took the majority of the training. The only issue was I put my rehab back a bit because I had a, I had a slight hamstring tear. And I can remember thinking we played Darlington during the playoffs. And the teams that we had to play, by the way, Darlington were in the playoffs, Buxton were in the playoffs, Hereford were like on an unbelievable run. I don't think they'd lost in nine or ten. Um, and then we had... Um, Alfredton that were in the playoffs. She had five games and four of them were in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, we were at risk of like dropping out mm. um, because of, of the run that we were that, that we were on. And it's mad and it goes to show how successful Roger was in his first half of his, you know, tenure at Brackley that we could lose 15 games and still be in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, mm. not lose 15, but like go 15 games without a win and still be in the playoffs. Mm. Um and you know, luckily we managed to get it over the line and we ended up finishing fourth. Um, but we lost the game against Buxton and that was when I was like, I'll take the first bit of training. What do you take the next bit? While you're doing that, I'm going to do my rehab. Yeah. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get myself fit to play mm. in, some sort of, in some sort of game, some sort of capacity. And I, I played in the... Uh, Last game of the season against Alfreton, I did an hour and it was like, I weren't great, but it was good to get like 60 minutes in my legs. Mm. Um, against Gloucester, then I came on, we were losing 1-0. Came on, um, we won 2-1 and then with five minutes to go, my hamstring went again. Oh. And it's because I haven't done the proper rehab yeah. that yeah. I should have done because yeah. I was focusing on like, when we were winning games, I, I, enjoyed, I weren't bothered that I wasn't playing. Because I was like, well, you know, we're winning games, like that's fine. Yeah. So we had che we had Chester then in the semi final, and I yeah. weren't just weren't fit to play. Couldn't play. We won one nil, um, and I managed to get myself back fitish for the final, um, and it was so disappointing. Yeah. You no, know, like I was just it for me. It it was going to be something that was unheard of that a team with no manager has gone and got promoted. Mm. And that's what, we were, that's what we were like. Do, do you know what I mean? So it's not like I'm going to put on my CV or oh, I was assistant manager at Bradley because I wasn't. 
Like I was a player that was yeah, taking just, training. Yeah. Like it, and Gaz would say exactly the same. Like I'm not manager. Like I'm a mm. player that's been asked to pick the team. It's how yeah. it's how we literally put it to the lads yeah, as well. Probably. I remember watching the interview with Gaz after the game though, and he was fucking broken, didn't it? Like he was absolutely gutted, weren't he? Gutted because we battered him for the first twenty minutes as mm. well, and then it's just you know. Actually, Hemmings were in it. Would yeah, it yeah. Minutes. But again, it's like it's just it's just a mistake from Ricardo, bless him. And you know, it's he, just got to put the ball out for a throw in, and he he's tried to kick it down the line, and yeah, it just yeah. hit him, and he's thrown goal. Yeah. It's like, do, do you know what I mean? It's like it's just moments like that that you can put all the planning and preparation in, and a play could it. It's why we play at this level. Like let's let's make no bones about. It. I say it all the time about about myself. Like I'll miss a chance. And I'll go, yeah, that's why I play in the National League North. Yeah, yeah, that's good like, if I never missed the chance, I'd be in the Prem. Yeah, true. Like, and then, like, you know, you'll go and watch yeah. like, Salah miss a sitter, and then mm. you go, oh, like, if he does it, <laughs> like, I'm all right to do yeah. it twice. Yeah. Like, it, it is what it is. It's, yeah. it's why we play at the level that we are. Yeah, we're going to um, quickly touch on. Yeah, just quickly touch on this one little thing. It's, Another... not, it's not that big. <laughs> Another big moment. Uh, to England sea caps. Talk yeah. about how that sort of happens and how that comes about. And you get a text from Michelle from the FA. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it not that deep? I got um, I got a phone call from Gaz Dean's dad. Oh, okay. I think he was doing the secretary role at the borough at the time. Right. Um, and he was like, "Oh, James, well played yesterday." And I was like, "Oh, cheers." He was like, um, "What are you doing in a couple of weeks' time?" I was like, "I'll be at work." Why you went? I might try and see if you get some time off if you can, because you've been called up for England C. And I was like, what? And I can remember at the time, because I was um, painting the cafe, <laughs> painting the cafe of my Mrs. Mum's um, cafe. Yeah, so yeah. I, was, I was painting it. I was there with a paintbrush and I'm like, you what? Uh. And, and then um, like I've got off the phone and I was like, is everything all right? I was like, I've just been called up to play for England C. And I was like, you know, look with the paintbrush, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we've got Latvia away in two weeks. Um and it, it it was such a strange experience. Again, it was like a driver come to pick us up. I was gonna say, is it the, the proper oh, sort yeah. of the proper sort of treatment, yep. luxury treatment like the Track suits and that as well, training. So we had together. to so we had to wear so they sent they sent us a tie. So we had to wear a tie and a a, a black suit or a dark suit is what they said. Um then a driver turns up. And that's what he does. He drives players for the FA. And he was like, yeah, I had Lampard in here last week. Jesus. And I was like, I'm a bit of a come down for you then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was like, but yeah, it was then we get there and it was like tracksuits on, and training kit, everything. Um, like all of it, the full, the full shebang. And that first time, you know, Latvia, it was, it was like, right, lads, um, everyone needs to just put the training kit on running trainers, we're going for a jog on the beach. So we were like running running on this beach and in Latvia we did a little bit of a cool down because we'd all played on the Saturday and the yeah. pitch was up mm. on the Sunday and the game was on the Tuesday. So we had like a light session on the Sunday mm. then we train twice on the Monday. And it's funny because that first, that first one we had to do, they do like a big like meeting with all the players and they're like, well, we're going to pair you up. You're going to interview someone for 15 minutes and then, they're going to interview you for 15 minutes. And then at the end of it, um, 
at the end of it, you're going to go up and tell everybody about the person, about the person yeah. that you've just interviewed. Right, okay. So, um, like, we've all done it. We've all interviewed everyone and all that. And then we literally sat down. And Gaz Dean got called up with me as well. Um, so we sat, I literally sat at the front of this. And then uh, Keanu Marsh-Brown was next. And he's, he's gone to me, he's gone, uh, mate, what's, uh, what, what's the name of your mate that's... Uh, that's come with you. I went, oh yeah, George. Not, <laughs> so he's gone up, he's gone up in front of everyone that he didn't know. You and he's gone, I interviewed George oh. and, he point, and he pointed at him and I've literally like <laughs> sat down and I've put like, and I put my t-shirt <laughs> over my mouth. No one knows anyone. Yeah. No one knows. So at the minute in time, in the room, there's only like me, Gaz, and Gaz has like looked across at me and he can see me giggling. Yeah. Um, Paul Fairclough will obviously know that he's got the wrong name and probably Steve Burr as well. And then he's not like, finished, he's told him everything about it. And he went, uh, that's George, eh? that's a new name for you, ain't it, Gaz? Like that. And he literally stood in front of everyone and went, you told me his name was George. Then <laughs> <laughs> all the lads have like started laughing. Oh, they're thinking, oh no, I've got off to a bad start with Paul Fairclough. Mm. Luckily, he found it funny. Mm. So then, Latvia game comes. You, you played? Yeah. How played much, how 90 long? minutes. Yeah? And I, I can remember thinking, going there and being like, right, so there's there's some big like players here like that, that have within within non-league, like Forest Green players, um, Kidderminster players and all that type of thing. That's, you know, it's, and they did it like a little bit of a trial squad, that first one, to mm. be honest. There was like lads that were getting called up regularly for England C that didn't get called up. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a little bit of like a trial type thing. Um, and I can remember being there thinking, right, uh, I'd, I'd love to get on at some point. Like, I'd love to get on and get my, and get a cap. And then they told us that everyone was going to play. I was like, brilliant. And then we had that first session and I was thinking, I'm doing all right here. Mm-hmm. I want to start. I hope I start. I really want to start. And then before I knew it, they were, they were like, I was on set pieces and I was like, okay. So I was like, I was, I was taking corners and that yeah, type of thing. Yeah. And then we got squad numbers and I was number five. I was a strange thinking, number in it. So I was mm, like, it's starting there. yeah. So I was like, okay, this is like good. And they let you keep your shirt and all that. And it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I played really well. I played, we lost one nil. Um, but yeah, I, I can remember playing really, really well. And then um, it was like a game a couple of months later and I got called up again against the, Czech Republic under twenty yeah. ones. Yeah. Guys didn't get called up that second time. Okay. Um, so I kind of went by myself and James Balshaw went from Nuneaton as well. Yeah. But in that game there were some there's some big players that played Andre Gray, yeah. played Joe Lolly, yeah. uh, played Angus McDonald, went on to go be I think he was like captain of Hull at some at one wow, point. Yeah, yeah. Um Matty Pearson played, he was captain of Barnsley not long ago. Like, big big I look at it, I look at that team. And I think I'm the only player that stayed part time. Wow! Out of that, out of that team, some were like full time already. I was the only player that, that stayed part time, and I was man of the match that game. Really? In the paper, yeah, I was, yeah, I, was I was man of the match. Um, I got and I got called up again for a third time, and we were playing Jordan away, and I was like, oh, I took a lot of time off work now, and like um, it was the first scan for my, my child yeah my first baby like if it was my second child I just missed it but, 
Um, <laughs> um, but no, it was a, uh, it was like it was like the scan. I just I had a slight little hamstring tear, and the club used that. So I said to Nanita, "Look, I don't, I don't think I should go. Like, I've, it is only slight, but I don't think, I don't think I should go." And then I gave all the other excuses, but the cl- the club then said, gave the reason that I can't go because I'm injured. But what was happening at the time was I was playing on a Saturday. I wasn't training Tuesday, Thursday, and then I was playing again on a Saturday. So I was literally like going in and having treatment just to be right for a a Saturday. And the FA emailed the club saying, why is James not available for England duty, but available for his club? I never got called up again after that. I got put on a reserve list. Another I another good experience though, mate. You got the caps as well, didn't you? Yeah, you yeah. Caps. So I've got two Class, yeah, mate. so I've got two two England caps. Um we've got to keep our shirts, so I've got my shirts so all yeah. my missus won't let me put them on display. Um <laughs> <laughs> says they're eyes. So yeah, I got to, I got to keep like the yeah, shirts. That's lovely. Um yes. yeah, I got to keep all. So I had an under armour that, that it was like a Nike under armour. Um the let's keep I had that for years. Yeah. Like, that, no that, that I used. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was a really good experience, really really good experience. Yeah, Super, right? We yeah. f- are we firing into it, cookie. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> right, that's really that's really cool. That is about the England stuff. Um, quick fires, mate. Last little bit. Sound. Let's, let's wrap these up. Quick yeah. fires. So, um, you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, Jim. First quick fire question: Best player you've ever played against? Ever played against? Uh, like, as in, like... Non-league. Who's someone that's gave you a torrid time? The best player that I played against, uh, Andy Brown. Like, he, really? he played against us for Telford. Yeah. And I can remember thinking, like, every time the ball went to him, he, like, flicked it around corners. He he would win his flick-ons. And he weren't, like, the tallest. He weren't, he weren't like, the strongest or anything like that. Um, yeah. No, okay. he was, I, could, he, I could just remember thinking at that time, you're a very, very good player. Yeah. Superb. Best manager played for? Got to be in it. The gaffer, yeah. Kevin Wilkin. Best player you've played with? Gaz. Yeah. Never puts puts a foot wrong. Leader. Yeah, like leader. um, And like good friend as well. Yeah. Yeah. Favourite takeaway? Um, What's the takeaway our gym does? (laughs) I don't don't really eat. Favourite takeaway? Uh, Indian. Nice. Nice. Uh, what do you eat before a game, Jim? you got like a certain thing that you yeah, do? Yeah, three slices of beans on toast. I have oh. porridge for breakfast and then three slices of beans on toast. Is yeah. that the half 11 cut-off that everyone tells us about that plays non-league? Can't yeah. eat past half 11. Well, midday, midday is the latest you can go. Three hours, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, Favourite TV series programme? Uh, Game of Thrones. No, barely. Yeah, nice. Good one. Biggest name in your phone book, Jim? Adam Rooney. Like yeah, it. Yeah, big one. Uh, any superstitions? You mentioned about the beer on a Friday night. Yeah, oh, I'm a weirdo. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has to be like... Give us Le- a couple of your biggest ones. Left, left, everything has to be left first. That's yeah. exactly what he's the first one. <clears throat> That's what I said last week. Oh, did, so, yeah. Mine's left first, everything. Yeah, so left, left, Boot, left shin pad, left sock. That that always has to be the first thing. Um, I used to have a wrist strap in. Yeah. Um, that I didn't really need, but yeah, yeah. 
I can remember, I can remember when I first had it. I've gone to close a cross down against Alfredton and it was in my, I think it was my second game for Brackley. I've gone to close a cross down and some lads like followed through and he's kicked my wrist and it killed. It hurt. So I've asked for like a strapping at half time. Mm. We were 3 0 down at half time. Came out in the second half and I scored two. I was like, fucking hell, this wrist strapping's good, isn't it? <laughs> I had it. I had it. I had it for years after yeah. that. Still, every now and then. But That's I do right. actually feel it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, first ever live football match you went to, Jim? Uh, Aston Villa versus Cov. Dwight oh. York scored two. Uh, but I became a Villa fan from then. Yeah. Super. First pair of football boots. I think I had a goal a pair. Yeah. Yeah. Goal-a. They were crap. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, cheers, mum and dad. Appreciate everything. <laughs> Favourite holiday destination? Las Vegas. Oh, oh big one. Unbelievable. There, big time bastard. Unbelievable. And then, you might have a few best team night out. Big smile now, <laughs> yeah. if you can see. <laughs> <laughs> big smile on his face. I'll place. tell you what, there's been so many. Keep it clean. There's, there's <laughs> been so many. Um, the best team night out. Do you know what? One that stands out... Um, for, for me was when uh, we went to um, we played TNS yeah right in the Welsh league aren't yeah so we played TNS in a pre-season friendly and then we the, the, we they've booked us in some hotel in Oswestry right and I'm telling you now in Oswestry there was a Weatherspoons and a bar and it didn't matter. We could have been absolutely anywhere in, in the world. But that night, we had such a laugh. I can remember going in the bar. Um, we were in the Weatherspoons first, and we were like all having a laugh and a joke, and we're playing up a little bit. You know, we're getting, like, people are giving us, like, funny looks because of how loud we are. Mm. Um, and then we went, we went into the place after, like this bar place, and I went, can I have three vodka blackcurrant lemonades, please? Um, and three Jaegers. She went, yeah, it's £11.50. I went, sorry, yeah, can I get three vodka blackcurrant <laughs> lemonades and three Jaegers? And she went, yeah, it's £11.50. The lads like, couldn't believe it. But then that night we just, everyone was absolutely hammered. Yeah. Um, I can remember going back to, we stopped in the travel lodge and we, and we went back. And you know, like in the cages, they have like all like the duvets and pillows yeah, and yeah. stuff. There's like lads are in, lads are in there, we're like <laughs> weeding them all the way down. Weeded them all the way down the corridors. <laughs> like it's about two or three in the morning. Weeded them down the corridors. Yeah. Um, Superb. It was a, yeah, place was a shithole, but it was quality. <laughs> Sometimes the best nights though, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No one was expecting it. I think that's what it was. Like we weren't expecting it mm. and we had such a good night out. You've been brilliant, Jim. And um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Great stories, great memories and um I've enjoyed it. I'm sure, Dave, you've enjoyed it. We'll come on, uh, we'll come watch you at Brackley next year, definitely, and uh, support you from the sideline and Cheers, cheer boys. you on. But yeah, Super appreciate gym. it. Legend. Top class. That's a wrap, baby. Yep. Jim Bob, thank you very much, brother. <sighs> you are a good guy. Legend, mate. Love it. Sports Social Podcast Network.